0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Real View podcast. I'm your host Allison Wiley, and I have to say happy new year. It is 2022. We made it through another crazy year. Um I hope you all had a wonderful and healthy and happy holiday season. And what better way to kick off the new year than with our special guest today, our Ohio Realtors coach. She's been guiding us for we just started chatting 10 years. Mary Lou Butcher Roth, thanks for joining me today. Oh, thanks Allison. I'm really excited to be here with you. And she should be no stranger to our Ohio Realtor family if you follow anything that we do online, on our website, on our social media, in our magazine articles. She writes content for us on a regular basis, is always giving great advice to our realtors. So I'm really happy to have you today to talk about new year, new you. What should our realtors be focusing on as we head into uh, the new calendar year? But before we get started on that, I have to ask our signature question which we ask all of our guests who join us on the podcast. And there is no right or way, right or wrong way to answer this question and you know when I um, say I'm going to ask this everyone's like, "Well, what do you mean by that?" <laughs> There's no right or wrong way You're to answer it. You're making me nervous. No, it's easy. <laughs> so the question is, what is the best view that you've ever seen? Wow. Okay. (laughs) So (gasps) many ways you can answer that, right? I can do this. Yeah. Uh, Santa
1: Barbara. It was—I was out there for a seminar with a friend, and we were trying to figure out what to do that night. And so we're looking through the little booklet that they have in the hotel, and I said, huh, do you like Lyle Lovett? And she said, I do. And I said, well, interestingly enough, he is at the Santa Barbara Bowl tonight, so we hightailed it over there. We were within walking distance, and it was the most incredible, fun place I've ever been because you actually, like, walked into this tunnel almost of trees, and it's kind of like we have Riverbend, you know, the outdoor kind of venue. However, the long seats were actually in the mount. They're, oh, like, wow. in the mountain. And so we're up in that. So I'm there. And over to the right is the ocean. And up in front of me is Lyle Lovett singing. And I have a cold beer in my hand. And I said, I think I could probably die right now and be perfectly happy. It was spectacular. (laughs) I
0: love that. that That's perfect. That's probably it for me. That's one of those moments when you're like, I'm good. I could do this for the rest of my life, right? (laughs) I'm really good here. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. I love that. So cool. And yeah, I was just in... um, San Diego at the NAR convention right? and and being out there um, in the mountains and the beautiful weather. Mm -hmm. It's gorgeous, gorgeous. Cool. So let's get into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get started in real estate? How did you get started doing what you do now, coaching us and and, uh, letting us know how we can be our best selves? Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. 1986,
1: got into real estate. I had, well, I still have them, but my two sets of twins were three and five. Wow. At the time, and I had this crazy idea that this would be such a good thing for me to do because I would have flexibility, which,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right.
1: It was a good thought at the time. <laughs> so I did get licensed in Ohio and almost immediately started doing something without realizing I was even doing it. At that time, coaching was not really a thing unless you were an athletic coach. And I found out from uh, this woman, she wrote a book called Work Less, Make More many, ah. many years ago. And I was so impressed with it. I called her, I called the 1 800 number in the back. <laughs> her name was, was Jennifer White. She's actually since passed. And she called me back, and it was a 513 number, which is my area code. And I'm like, what? What? And she lived like moments from where i live. Wow. It was so strange. Wow. So we met for coffee and sat down and she said, "Girl, you're coaching." And i said, "I have no idea what you're talking about." So, once we established <laughs> what i was doing, yeah, i actually made it more formal. So i did some training at Coach University, Corporate Coach University, and i ended up Santa Barbara, which is mm-hmm, Yep. With the Hendricks Institute and did a full apprenticeship there, a two-year apprenticeship, and all kinds of other certifications. If I am going to do something, I tend to jump in with both feet and make sure I'm doing it to the best that I can. So that's kind of how that happened. And it's, the balance has shifted. I am a broker. My husband and I do have a small company in Cincinnati. But primarily, I am coaching and the niche has indeed shifted to,
0: I would say, 95% associations. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So what does that encompass, and What are some of the things that you're working with these associations on?
1: Yeah. So I will coach leadership teams, CEOs, presidents, president-elects. I'll do leadership academies. I've worked with Uh, board of directors. I've worked with staff in some of the associations. I love it because I think there's a lot of misconception about what the association means in terms of how it relates to the membership. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of confusion around that. So I love coming in and
0: clarifying as much yeah. as, as I can. And you kind of deal with both sides of the line here. You yes. deal as a realtor yes. member and as someone who works very closely with the association. So you probably know better than anyone kind of what that relationship is like. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been— 30 some years now so yeah i think yeah. i think so and you're here today cuz you're going to meet with our leadership team I'm working with the in leadership just a team. little bit yes yeah, yeah yeah yep absolutely yeah that's awesome so let's dive into 2022 you know we all get through uh the holidays and the new year starts and what a is there any better time than to take a look at, you know, your life, where it stands, where you want to go, you know, what the future holds than starting out the new year? And that's kind of something that you, you know, have some great ideas for us for on how our realtors can approach this new year. And, yeah. you know, what they should be thinking about as we head into, you know, a new 12 months of possibility. And you're going to share with us a little bit on on what realtors can look for in this new year. So how should they be approaching 2022?
1: I love two times of year for this. One is my birthday, Mm. and the other is the end of the year. Yeah, And I think it feels like a clean slate, Mm -hmm. fresh start. I just think it's an awesome opportunity. I love thinking back to when I taught at the Y for years, Mm -hmm. and it would be the beginning of the year, and I'd have this room full of people. Everybody was showing up to exercise, right? It's everybody's New Year's resolution, Yeah, they're there. And then the next week, few less people next week, even a few less people. And it would dwindle down till we really got to the same core of people, the diehards that were there all the time. And I think this happens so easily for people. Well, I'm going to dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to do this within my business. There's all of these action items. And One of the things that I have found that keeps those action items from happening is the clarity of why they want to do whatever it is they're saying they're Mm -hmm. going to do. Mm. What's the why behind it? Mm -hmm. Because what I have seen, and I love playing with this, is a should. So if you really come down to it I should lose weight, Mm. or I should be working out more, or I should be drinking more water. If you're operating from a should, it's not going
0: to happen. Wow, that's really good. That's a really good way to think about that. Oh, it's— And it's also, like you mentioned in your article, it's like society can influence your shoulds too, right?
1: society. It can be a societal should. It can be a familial should. Yeah. It can be a self-inflicted should. And I love—one of my first experiences with should was many, many years ago, and I was at a workshop, and one of my friends had (laughs) this—it was—I'm dating myself, I know. (laughs) It was a little cassette tape, and it had this—it was a country song called, Don't Should on Me and I Won't Should on You. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, that's (laughs) it! Yeah. And even worse is when we should on ourselves.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because we're making it worse on ourselves when we do that. Yeah. And that's that's where the meaningful and the purposeness comes through. And that's really how you'll be successful in putting some of those new habits into places if you have that meaning and reason behind it, not just saying I should do it yes. because X. Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. So let's use the exercise as an example. Let's go with the I should. I should exercise. Okay, great. Just even start with that. No problem. Yeah. But why should you? Yeah. Why should you? Yeah. And, you know, there are lovely answers. Well, I want to be healthier. I want to have more energy. Really get yourself to that place of your true why. What is most important to you about this? How is that going to change your life? What's going to be different? Is it, well, you know, I've got some clothes I really love that I don't fit into anymore. Is it that type of thing? Is it about just feeling better really get yourself to that why
0: yeah
1: and when you can do that it's a lot easier that motivation is there
0: this episode of the real view is brought to you by the ohio association of community colleges ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org and then click on the pre-license course locations. That will keep you in that exercise class past it March. It will. <laughs> it
1: will. In my exercise class, exercise classes were fun. On top of it, <laughs> we had a good time.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. So that's kind of you know a little bit a little dip into the personal life. You know what you can focus on and finding that why. Do you have any suggestions or tips or tricks on how people can find their why? You know, there are some questions. Yeah, that I think are helpful.
1: One of the, the ways that I like to start out playing with it, if you're really not sure where you're going with this whole new year, new you idea, mm-hmm. is wouldn't it be nice if? Mm. Dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Or won't it be nice when? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And really, what is that for you? And sometimes people get stuck with, oh, well, that's not going to be possible. You know, and they kind of shoot themselves in the foot. Okay, back it out a little bit. Yeah. If that doesn't feel good to you, you're right. It probably isn't going to happen. So make these things bite-size. Don't go so big that you cannot do it. People use the word goals all the time. I don't know why, but that's not one of my favorite words. Hmm. I love intention.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love, I want. I think. I always say want muscles need to be built just as your regular muscles do, mm, that we good, yeah. oftentimes shut down those things because, well, there's no way I can have that, or there's no way I can have that. So we just don't even go there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like what you said about breaking it down. Like goals seem so like massive, like this massive thing in life you're trying right. to accomplish. Right. But when you break it down into some of those little smaller phrases that you just mentioned, it makes it seem more digestible, easier for us to really approach and make use of in our day to day life. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. What about our business life? How should we be approaching that? Did in- you just say should? I, 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 I- See, see, (laughs) you're already rubbing off on me. (laughs) Busted. Yeah. So how should we be approaching um, some of our business life? Does this translate into what we're hoping to accomplish?
1: Yeah, I love to have people actually start more personal.
0: Yeah. And when I'm coaching somebody,
1: I'm not coaching them in their business role or them in any other role. We are not compartmentalized. Yeah, yeah. And if you've got one area of your life that is kind of off-kilter a little bit, it will impact. You know, it's very challenging. I know I've heard, well, when you go to work, leave those personal problems at home. Well, okay. Really? Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't found it to be so. Yeah. So having the ability to look at yourself as a whole and then start to break that down. I, you could start with a an intention of, I want to have more joy in my life this mm-hmm. year. It doesn't even have to be like a, I need to work out or drink more water or anything mm-hmm. like that. It could be something as broad as that. Okay, why? Yeah. And then what? Yeah. So if you start with your what and you go to your why and then go to your how, you've got a little bit of some structure to help you through this. And With the how, when you actually start to break it down, that's where those baby steps are critical. Mm. Make them small. Make them doable. And make them consistent. Yeah. And this is where I think people fall off a lot with that consistency.
0: Right. And it's a great time, too, to take a look at— and maybe this is the start of of this all. Maybe we should have started with this before we got into it. But taking a look at where your life is now at this current moment— in seeing where you want it to be, you know, throughout the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. This is a great time to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: You can even create a theme.
0: Yeah. I love themes. I'm a big theme girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be joy, it could be freedom, it could be ease, it yeah. could be what do you want it to be?
0: Yeah. And it's really about taking care of yourself, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about how important that is in our personal and our professional life just taking care of ourselves. That's not something we're really good at. I feel like as human beings, it's not our first no. nature. No, it's not, because we're being pulled in so
1: many different directions. Mm-hmm. And it's so incredibly easy to just say, well, I'll get to that in a bit. Mm-hmm. I will get. I'll get to me later. I don't want to sound sexist here at all, but I do find this to be more of an issue with women. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure why if it's kid, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't even want to analyze that part of it, but I have seen that be more true for women. Yeah. They struggle a lot more with that. Yeah. And I love to jump into the whole concept of extreme self-care.
0: Yeah. Okay. I wanna, I gotta hear it. Tell <laughs> us, tell us what this is. How do you make yourself a priority? Yeah.
1: I love—there's a visual that has always shown up for me, and it's a wagon wheel. Hopefully, some of you listening have this ability to visualize this with me. And the old-time wagon wheel with that big cog Mm -hmm. in the middle. And I always think of that cog as being me or you, Mm -hmm. the person, right? Mm -hmm. And then you've got all the spokes. Mm -hmm. So— there is a choice point. All right, am I going to be that cog and have my life beginning with me and going out?
0: Yeah.
1: Or am I going to be that cog and have all of those pointy spokes coming in at me?
0: Oh, wow. That's a great metaphor. That's a great way to visualize it.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. And for me, it does anyway. Yeah,
0: yeah it really does. Mm-hmm. Because when you're taking care of yourself and you're leading from the inside, mm-hmm. you're able to then affect the outside world instead of it affecting you.
1: Completely. Yeah. Just listen to uh, the flight attendant on your next flight. I mean, what do they always say? Yep. Put the mask on yourself first.
0: Yep. And then put the mask on you know, whoever else is there. Help the needy next. Take yeah. care of yourself. Because you're no good. If you're running from an empty mm-hmm. tank, if you're mm-hmm. not, you know, there and strong and, and mm-hmm. healthy, then you're not going to be of any good to Absolutely. the people in your life. Yep,
1: you're 100% right. And another I another one that I always use is a savings account, and people laugh now because savings account really don't make that much money anymore, but yeah. I, I, it's okay. I still use it. Yeah. To think of yourself that way. And are you making deposits? Mm. And are you making regular deposits or are you strictly having withdrawals happening?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what happens? Yeah. Are you overdrawn? Yeah. And a lot of people would say yes to that.
0: Yeah. So, what are some ways that we can make self care more of a center in our life? How can we be amazing and do this extreme self care?
1: I love developing some kind of a morning practice. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to look like any particular thing. But it's amazing to me how many people, I will ask them, how do you start your day? Most of the time, I hear they jump on email Mm -hmm. or jump on social media. Mm -hmm. So right there is an opportunity to make some changes. And honestly, Allison, even if you just take two to three minutes and get your thoughts together, do some deep breathing, do some stretching, it will make a difference. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be these incredibly long periods of time to do something. Mm-hmm. You can do something really easily in a real short amount of time. And to have that awareness throughout the day. Yeah.
0: It trickles down into your whole day when you start your— Everything. Yeah, your morning off in a peaceful— Yes. Yeah, healthy yeah. place. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I meditate every day. I, and there's so many ways to meditate that it doesn't have to be some scary thing. And it really has become mainstream. Oh, yeah. When I used to talk about this, it was like, oh, what is that? Yeah. Uh, But not anymore. (laughs) I mean, people do this regularly. There's an awesome app called Calm. Mm,
0: mm -hmm.
1: And it has every day a brand new 10 minute meditation that Mm -hmm. you just listen to. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The options are amazing right now.
0: Oh, yeah. There's so much out there. So much you can access just on your phone, on your app, on your TV. And it's so easy to to get. You know what I mean? You just turn it on, do it first thing in the morning. You're not saying wake up at an hour earlier than what you usually do. Nope. This is 10 minutes. That is 10
1: minutes. Some people like to read something Mm -hmm. meaningful to them. There's so many ways, but how do you start your day on a more solid foundation? How are you connecting in, rather than beginning your day where your energy is immediately going out to something else? Those
0: pillar, the what do the they call on the? Yeah, the spokes are immediately <laughs> going into exactly. you when you start your day off. Exactly, when your day off that. Oh way. my gosh! You look at an email and you're instantly you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to deal with today? <laughs> right. You're instantly feeling that anxiety first thing in the morning yes. when you wake up. And it does, I can't tell you the, how big of a difference that it makes. And I try to exercise first thing in the morning because I'm like, if I, if I don't do it in the morning, yes. it's not happening yes. when I get home from work. Yes. yes. <laughs> and you do notice the days that I do get up and do those 6 a.m. workouts, mm-hmm. do I like waking up? No. Do I like going to the gym in the dark and the freezing cold? No. But then when I get to work at 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, Let's do this. Like I'm in the best mood. You already checked that off. Right. You know, you spent in half the time it becomes the best part of my day because I've spent that time with myself in the morning and I've had that forty-five, you know, minutes to an hour just with yourself before the craziness. Yeah, Of the day starts yes. in. And it's, yes. it's, it was so nice to just have that time with yourself before right? the madness starts. The madness.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the madness of life. You know, having that ability to be with yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you said check off the box. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage people, okay, yeah, I check off boxes too. Yeah. But even beyond that, yeah how do you be present? hmm with whatever you're doing. Yeah. So finding that balance between being and doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's we, a big difference oh, between that. Huge. Yeah. Huge. And a lot of us just do. A lot of us are not. And that's something that I even you know, try to be with. I was like, I need to focus more on being in the moment and enjoying what I'm doing when mm-hmm. I'm doing it, because then it passes, and you're like, I didn't even, you know, like, I did I get the most out of it? You're 100% right.
1: Yeah. And this is something— if that were the only thing that somebody was adding, yeah, it would it's a big change deal. things tremendously.
0: Big deal. Yes. And I don't think it's something—like, going back to human nature, I don't think it's something that we're good at as humans is, no. you know, spending that—so it's almost you do have to train your brain, and you have to spend that time really working on it, because it's not just something we're going to wake up and instantly know how to do. Well, think of it like this. It's a practice, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how many things have you had to practice
1: in the course of your life? Yeah to become better at it.
0: Yeah. It's like training for a sport. You it's, know, you're never sure. done at practice. You know, you <laughs> yeah, see Tom, right. Tom Brady is never not practicing and he's been doing, you know, <laughs> how, how many years? He's 40-something years old and he still goes still to practice. football. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he's still working at it, even mm-hmm. though he's the best, you know, ever to play quarterback. He's still going to practice and still uh-huh. trying to improve and working on it every day. Putting the effort in. And
1: I think that's part of the things that we trip over to is this idea that we need to be good at something like immediately. Yes.
0: Yes. And Mm -hmm. like, why don't I have this yet? Right. Why? why, Yeah. Why is this still a struggle for me? Mm -hmm. You're right. We beat ourselves up and expect that instant gratification. Like I'm getting it right away. Right. Yeah. And there's like frustration when, when that doesn't happen. Yep. Got to be easier on ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, any last bits of advice or anything we want to share before uh, we wrap up today and we head into this new year with so much opportunity and and so much possibility ahead of us? Any last thoughts or bits of advice?
1: I think to give this a little bit of structure, Mm -hmm. not just to write down these shoulds, but to really think about where do I want to be? How do I want to be? What do I most value? Mm -hmm. Is this a want? Is this a should? Yeah. And take some time. Allow yourself. You know, people get a little wiggy at the idea of structure. Yeah. And myself included. But what I've realized is structure, if done properly, is very supportive. How do you source your own support? Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to be that person that's accessing your own deeper wisdom Mm. to determine, okay, where do I want to go this year? What's important to me?
0: Yeah, I got to take that time to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, just spend a couple minutes thinking about it, thinking about what we shared today, and set yourself up for a great 2022. Yes. Can happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yay. Well, thank you so much, Mary Lou. This was amazing. It was so nice to meet you in person. I know. <laughs> this was fun. Yeah. So nice. We're doing an in-person podcast today for all of our, our yeah. listeners. Yes, Usually are. these are virtual, but uh-huh. it was so great. She was going to be in town, so I said, let's do it in person. So it's so great to finally yeah. meet you, and definitely check out uh, Mary Lou's content. She writes on our website every Friday. Check that out. All of her articles are still on our website. You can go there, see them all. She gives great advice, great life advice as to how you should be, you know, approaching everything that goes on in this crazy world. Check that out. Uh, they're also posted to social media uh, every Friday as well. So this was such an honor, Mary Lou. Thank you for joining Thanks, me today. Allison, and happy new year. Happy new year, you guys. Let's uh, Let's toast to a great new year ahead. Cheers. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohio slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We wanna hear from you. Email us at podcast at ohiorealtors.org. We'll see you next time.
1: This has been a Humble Pod Production.